So here we are, episode 16 of Bottle Pop. I am not drinking for this episode. This is the Bottle Pop Hangover, episode 16 with Becky Hill in the house. Welcome, Becky. Hi. You also just got over a hangover, so this is very appropriate. Yes, so I'm really sorry if this is low energy, but we are exhausted, we're tired. Becky's had a heavy weekend. I'm still recovering from the last episode, which we kept going way into the small hours of the (laughs) early morning in France. yeah, and so yes, yeah, so the last it, um, yeah, like I said, I'm quite sad, but I'm also quite relieved because I'll I'll be allowed to have a break for a little bit. But um, yeah, episode sixteen um, with the singer songwriter. Uh, West Midlands massive <laughs> Becky Hill. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for having me on. You're welcome. So where were you this weekend? We went to both of the very wet festivals, but went to um, Ireland for an electric picnic. Oh yes. Which was raining. Mm-hmm. And then I get to that was Saturday, and then Sunday I got to Jersey. Okay. Which is where you. Go to die if you're rich. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it where people avoid tax as well? It, they, probably think, that wouldn't surprise me. A lot of wealthy people there. A lot of wealthy older people. And apparently there's no speed limits in Jersey. Is there not? I no. did not know so that. You can just drive as fast as you want on the street. No way. I could be making that up. I feel like I might be. I I do have a Jersey fact. Go on. It's illegal to dance on Good Friday. No. <laughs> I love things like that. And I was like, first time I got told that, I was like, fucking I think we should go what? next year. I think we on should Easter. And just cause some shit. Cause some shit. Just like walk around like Macarena in. And How yeah. cool would that be? To as, get arrested. As yeah, well. and just that be your excuse. Yeah. Someone's like, you haven't been arrested. But like, then, yeah. You'd be like, denied oh, entry oh. to America, though, then, because you have a criminal record for dancing, <laughs> which would be funny. Um, so, what was that in Jersey? I didn't even know they had festivals there. That's interesting. Oh, yeah, sorry. It was called The Weekend Dead. I think it was like really new festival. Oh. There. But that was horrifically wet as well. Okay. All the ground was screwed oh it was it was horrible here in london oh was it yeah it was coming through the floor of the tent no and i have like a marquee for dressing rooms yeah had like this thick hessian and a rug oh my god and it was just like puddles no <laughs> i it feel like bad. didn't they have i feel like there might have been i can't remember actually this weekend <laughs> come to think of it no actually it was all right on saturday got my hair cut it was nice yeah. yeah, your hair looks fresh, babe. Thanks, Becky. You're um, wearing a hat. I'm wearing a hat, but <laughs> you, it is. I've had it. I have trimmed it. Um, okay, so um, well, we need to make a toast. The final toast of the season. We do. We do. And what would you like? We're, we're toasting with tea because we're a bit ropey. So how would you like to do this? So hangover tea will yeah. be toasted to the last bottle pop. 
Hey, cheers. And Thank hopefully you. another season in the future. Mm. But oh take God. your rest. You're about to have one nice, lovely podcast rest. Yes. I mean, it is quite a lot of hard work doing the editing, organising people's time, yeah. getting like giving Mom's them my address, yeah. getting them to get here and then editing it and then making sure it would be ready for the Thursday. So, you know, this is a lot of hard work goes into this, but it, I also really enjoy it. So it'll be sad to uh, stop, but I'm going to do some kind of like greatest hits compilation after this, I think. And oh then my I'm, God, best moments. Yes. Best moments. So let's hope you make it onto the, the oh well, <laughs> we'll see. I hope so. I hope to have some this just be full of shit moments. No, it won't. Of course it won't. I've um, never, I've never let that happen. Um, so we met. Uh, I think we met five years ago. Yeah. In Byron Burger, I believe it was. Was it? I think so. Yeah. Because there's a. Is it the EMI studio, the red one? Yeah. Next to a Byron Burger in Tottenham Court in Road. In Tottenham Court Road. And yeah. it was you and your manager. And I, you'd been in a session, and I'd been in a session, and we bumped into each other, and I met you. And that was that. No way. Yeah, that's how we met. And then, obviously, I've seen you around since then. We've been working together bits and bobs. And you're very good friends with lots of my very, very good friends. And we're all sort of... It's all been beautiful. It's all been lovely. It's five years. Five years? Yeah, Mm -hmm. how funny. So, Mm -hmm. and and you would have been, what, 19 then? I'd have been 18. 18, oh my God. 23 now. So I think me and you joined the industry literally at the same time. We did. It was 2012. Because I was on The Voice in 2012. And we came off and it was like that year that I met Ryan and Uzo and you and Leo. Yep. How funny. Yeah, so it's been... It's five funny. years but like for, for people that don't know so you you were on the voice uh with when jesse j was on it right yeah first the so first season mm. and uh and to be honest like out of all of the seasons on bbc i don't think anyone else has is still in still going i don't know maybe they are I don't it's know. hard work i don't know i think a few of them have given it a good go yeah you so that was 2012 so when did you release gecko then that must have been in fact I still have the writing note. Ooh, on the, your phone. With the date on, yeah. Oh my god, iconic. I should do anyway. Because that made you the first voice alumni to have a number one. Yeah, I mean, considering uh, here we go, twenty fourteen was Gecko. Okay. Um, so it's a it was a couple years later. Yeah. Well it's been a funny old road, hasn't it, if you think about it. Cause that was two years after you left. And now we're five years after you left, yeah. and it's like it's I still... feel like you're a new artist. Well, you are. You've you've done your first EP this year. Yeah. And well, that's what I was going to say. I mean, you know, it is all. I, I get what you're saying about the voice, the voice artists, but mm. even on my episode alone, there was like people that deserve to be. Oh yeah. You know, really massive on that show, and there's don't get me wrong. To come. The quality of talent is always ridiculous on The Voice. I think because that's it's set up to be that way. Like it's, there's not a lot of gimmicks really. Mm. It's just like you either can sing or you can't. Yeah, and it's tried to make it more gimmicky. I mean, in I the in, in yeah years, in the subsequent yeah definitely. But I think out of out of all of them, like I think you know even even X Factor winners and people who come second, third, fourth, they don't sustain long careers as, like they used to it's difficult because I think you know you mentioned the people off the voice and how they haven't but I'm still like as you say like a brand new artist mm, well you've people just just really signed know. haven't you just signed to Polydor yeah, I've done my second deal now woo so, 
so I mean it's not it's kind of nice to be back in like a major yeah label system again but less work I guess it, it kind of is unless unless of your own money being spent of it yeah as well but it's just you know you never know where it's gonna go mm. which is why I've predominantly been doing a lot of features and trying to push my own stuff yeah. out there but even the features was it is is not being an artist in my own right I suppose which it's not music you want to necessarily make for yourself n- no I mean I it's music that I'm making yeah but then the if I was being super fussy about it, mm. it you know I'm glad they've got homes mm. but I don't know whether I would exactly have it for my stuff that's an interesting point actually because like you know running the naughty boy Beyonce song that's not something that you'd hear on Lemonade is it but it's still a really good Beyonce song yeah and so that's kind of the point I think in features but I do think a lot of artists have got lost in that whole game and then haven't managed to break through with their own identity well yeah I mean it's the but it's the same with the voice though surely yeah definitely but I think you know there's a few that have and the ones that have are like massive like Sam Smith and Jess Glynn so you know there is a template features, yeah, yeah, yeah there's a template for it nothing can uh, argue with the fact that the song uh, your Matoma feature that was literally like hundreds of millions of streams on Spotify and that obviously counts for something because you know everything is based on that nowadays I think it well it definitely makes up 50% of the market yeah it definitely kind of gives radio a little heads up and being like mm. okay, you're gonna have to play this soon but I think I think it's so it's it's such a difficult thing to crack almost if you if you're not like one of the big biggest artists you know to have something that everybody connects to and and across across the world so I think you know I am always grateful for it mm. and I never like to my ambition because the analogy I've been using recently yes. is that you know you're piggybacking somebody else mm. whereas Matoma when he was because False Alarm was supposed to be a single for me. Right, okay. Um, and I missed out on the cut with, with it as well. It was kind of, it was, it was a two-way thing. It was supposed to get cut by Rihanna. Right. So we were going to send it over to her for her to cut. Yeah. Then they were like, no, 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 this is a single for you. Right. So we said no to having that as a Rihanna cut. Right. Which would have been great for my writing side. Yeah. Um, yeah, because that, this, another thing, you know, like, you literally have such a strong profile as a writer as well as an artist that people might not necessarily realise because, you know, there's the the other um, Oliver Heldon song that was like number four or five, I think, in the charts and obviously the, all the um, stuff you've done with Rudimental and and we've written stuff together that isn't necessarily massive but we've, we've I always think, you know, when we when we have a session I'm like, I know it's going to be a good song because it's Becky Hill. Well, yeah, and <laughs> well, it's just nice, I mean, I'm not like that with everybody, trust me, sometimes I sit there going, um, uh. <laughs> and I rely heavily on you, but I know, I know what you mean, it's, uh, people forget that I'm, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm in the room, but there's not a big amount of people who are bothered mm. and I do always try and push it out that I'm a writer, I'm a writer. Yeah, it is, I think it's like one of your unique selling points, you know, one, not a lot of people can say they've done that and for other people mm. as well and it's like, and it, you know, I think it's just uh, the way you've got to be like, 
on, on in my own experience, me doing this podcast and me doing writing for other things, like that's all just part of what it is to be like quite a creative person, I think. And strings to your bow as well, I strings think. Strings to your well. bow. Fingers in pie. Well, exactly. And I think, if, as, as I was saying earlier, like if you're a creative mm-hmm. and, you know, you start slowing down on, on one thing or start getting a bit detached from one thing, you know, yeah. music turned me sour for a few months so I didn't yeah. want to go there for a bit and mm-hmm. then it comes out in different ways and I definitely think this podcast is an amazing thing for people to hear oh. you and and just know your name and know you as a songwriter and so I do feel I do feel like it opens doors in a lot of different ways because it's hot it's such it's so hard it's so competitive it's so um like I've been there like you when you just sort of like fuck this like it's mm. it's thankless it's a thankless job you just sort of going in sessions every day and not getting anything out of it's it it's harder as a writer as well yeah you've got to be like really resilient you've got to be really patient you've got to try loads of different that's things that's what I mean yeah patience is the biggest yeah and try loads of different things and I think I do I'm a firm believer if if something's good enough it will rise to the top mm. I think that's how I think it works but we'll see yeah it's definitely um, been an interesting five years I'll say I'll say it's that it's the thing though isn't it it's five years yeah. like it's not when it's like what you were saying earlier like it's not that long but Mm-mm. it feels like it feels like a lifetime because you see loads of other people coming into the industry and 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 seemingly finding it really easy yeah. and you kind of just sit there and you're like well why why aren't I finding it as easy but I, I think that's a really dangerous game to play because if too. you compare yourself yeah. to everyone then you're just never going to be uh, satisfied no. but I'm pretty sure even the biggest artists in the world and the biggest writers are always you know I, I remember um, someone told me you know like Michael Jackson would always have like one eye on, the, on what Prince was doing and things like that and you're like are you kidding like as yeah. if like but that's the thing it's just human nature to like compare and yeah and it's like how much attention you give that sort of stuff like you can either which is what I try to do because you're right it is a dangerous game to play when totally. you start looking too much at other people and you do have to get your head down and focus on your own lane because mm. you start looking around a bit too much mm. and then you all of a sudden start thinking that you, what your lane is doing or where you're going. Yeah, and it doesn't help with things like Twitter and people just comparing people to people all the time. It's kind of just like a little bit lazy, I think, to do that. Yeah. Because two people are both female and both 20, like... But obviously, like, you know, it, 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 you, your sort of path has been so long-winded, but I think it's arrived at a point now where it looks really great and promising, and obviously... Last year I was obsessed with warm, I'm still obsessed. Mm-hmm, and that's literally this time last year that was, right? I think. Yeah, September-ish. It was, yeah. And um and, a year. Yeah, well, I, I remember because it was like around about the same time as my birthday and it was I played it a lot when I went to Iceland. Oh, um, babe. Warm was a perfect autumn song, I thought. I really wanted it to be in the autumn. Yeah, it Just really feels autumn. That was that was the right time for it. I'm glad it got released then. But as you say, like I always underestimated how quickly the turnaround is on the single, and you do need six months. Oh my god, as well. Like, now in this like day and age with like Spotify, you people, like, if something doesn't do as well as you had hoped, you have to get something out as soon as possible. Straight away. Like, yeah. straight away, so that 
not that they so so they forget about it, but just so that you're seen as like consistently you've got material. Yeah. That's the scary thing. But yeah. you know, it's all paid off. It doesn't matter. It is, it's yeah. All right. I think <laughs> I never realised how long it took for like music videos to be made, mm -hmm. for like artwork to be got for like production, ad production, mm -hmm. for mixing, mixing for mastering, for like that, like Doing like when you see as well like the little plot, the PR plot, and you see that they plan it for like like three or four months, and yeah. like we're gonna send it to this person, then it's gonna be played on this show, and then it's gonna yeah be the like... radio team as well yeah and it's like, all money it's all so expensive because they're making two million every day from Spotify now are they my yeah my boyfriend said he'd read something in Music Week or um, music business oh yeah world business. Or, yeah, 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 that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, he sends me them, but I'm like, yeah, babe, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> but he was telling me that um, uh, he was telling me that in America alone, mm. I think the music business is is making two million dollars a day just from Spotify numbers. Wow. From the well, artists they have on Spotify. Wow, I'm not seeing a penny of that. No, <laughs> joking. I do, crazy, I, I, though, I do, yeah, I mean, it's good because finally, I think for years it's just been like the old thing where everyone's like, there's no money left in the music industry. Like, and everyone yeah. who was probably doing what we do now in the 90s would probably have bought houses. Even with oh, like, yeah. yeah, definitely. That 90s money. <laughs> Fucking lovely. Have you read living. Kill Your Friends? It, you know, oh, I'm so, I'm so glad you said this. It's literally like that. It was the first book I ever read, the last book I've ever read. Yeah. And I read it as soon as I got into the industry because somebody told me about it. Yeah. And I'm not sure whether I regret it or whether I. Yeah. I'm happy. Because it's like it. you're kind of jaded by it a little bit. Yeah. But I always try and put it in the context of the 90s when there was just a shitload of money. And so it was fine to do all that and behave the way they do. And there are still yeah, some older people in the industry who are part of that old system. Yeah. But hardly any of them are left. No. And now everybody's sort of scrimping and scraping. And yeah. Then... Because there is no money and everyone is shitting themselves because you can't just. Yeah. Make it, I mean, even six weeks up front, mm -hmm. where you could spend six weeks of it being played on the radio. Before it's released. And, and pre-orders, mm. and you'd get, you'd get a good idea of how you, this your is it. tune and would go. The thing is, as well, like, even in that book, they say, like, the internet's going to, like, ruin the industry. And you're, yeah. you, and, and no one listens to them, do they? It's but then funny. it was funny as well, because there was this moment in Kill Your Friends mm. where they one of them would come in they had an act hmm. and their song had just gone to radio yeah and one of them comes in and goes we're fucked radio one is not playlisted wow we haven't got any playlist we're fucked oh drop yeah i remember them. this i remember yeah. this and they were like drop them drop them is it like the dance the second single of the dance guy who has like that one fluky hit or is it yes it yeah. is because it's the really rude tune he's meant it. to be like goldie isn't he yeah. <laughs> yes i've heard that as yeah. well yeah oh it's so funny yeah i always want to know who's who because there's a girl group in there isn't there and, and yeah. i think they're meant to be the sugar babes i think possibly oh really have you heard that i think so it's yeah. all rumors isn't it it's all rumors jerry hallowell's in it really she's like a character in it is she the one that gets she... the brits mm. I, no i think so but i don't know i heard that was just stone oh really yeah 
don't know. I don't, she I, wasn't around in the 90s, was she? I don't think she was, but I don't know, like, I don't know how libelous it is and it, what we are and what we can and can't say, but obviously it's all, like, <laughs> not really true, because in the end, like, they murder two people, don't they? Yeah, about, I mean, so. it's, it's a novel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's a made-up. Oh, it is great. I read it, like, two, three years ago, so, f- like, fairly into my music career, so I was already a bit jaded by then by the time I'd read it. But it is funny, isn't it? It's literally... It's an exaggeration, but it is kind of freakishly real as well yeah, at the same time. Yeah, it is. There are parts, and as you say, a lot of it's been kind of... Because you've got a load of A&Rs now who are shitting themselves, they can't get that thing. Yeah. And also... But it's kind of made a little bit easier now, mm. because radio haven't got that all that playlisting power. Yeah, now but I, maybe it's transferred to Spotify, though. You can... You can see how they have the power now and I think people are like oh, yeah. puzzled as to how it works a little bit they are because and as soon as they figure out thing in it yeah because you've had like things like um that aren't necessarily a priority with labels that just blow up like naked the diosexual song and like that I think just exploded and I don't think anyone could have predicted that purely because Spotify chose to like playlist it. Is that how it worked? Because I heard a rumour, and it is just a rumour, but I heard Naked mm. was an idea of a word. Right. They literally had two words, Naked Sexual. Right. Because they knew that, I don't know who it was. That it would get playlisted. That it, well, that it would get listened to because uh, it's like on the click list on your Spotify playlist oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. It always you comes see, up. You see the word sexual, mm. and you think a lot of the general mass, and be like, "Oh, naked, yeah. sexual. What's this going to sound That's like?" That's interesting. And I, I heard that it was a curated thing. Well, I, I mean, that could be true, but I had I did a session with someone in Sweden that knew the guy, um, oh, really? and he went to school with him, but. He obviously that's not his name, so they could have chosen that name because of that reason. Yeah. And um, I also sort of thought um, the song. I don't know. I get it. I could completely understand. I remember being in a session with someone once, and they were like, "We have to have the word love in the title because everybody responds to that." And I was like, "Yeah, Are you fucking kidding." Like, yeah. Of course, I. Some, if it needs the word love, then I'll put it in. But if it doesn't, yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna shoehorn it in. I'm not gonna shoehorn it in. So, um, is there um, any? We are coming up to Q4, which is obviously the. The, the the best time of year. It's like Christmas for music. <laughs> Is there anything you're really excited about that's coming out? Um, up up and coming. Bar Taylor Swift, of course. It's not that I don't like, I'm just a bit indifferent. I'm a bit indifferent to the new stuff. I really like the old Taylor Swift. They're with... good songs. I think she's great. Yeah. I really like um, her sort of like country Taylor Swift. But I'm not, at the moment, as we speak, I'm not that excited although i'd really do like look what you made me do i think it's quite funny and the video is really good the, f- the video is amazing the video is really good it's ma- it makes the song it does actually so what we, we've also got i'd imagine i don't really know who else is coming out with music like it's all kind of been a little bit damp squibby hasn't it really like yeah i mean there's things that have come out that i've been really impressed with mm. like sinead's mixtape yes sinead Hornet. Um, I've got. A f- I have to say, I, was she at the LR single launch party? She was. I wasn't though. Because I, was I whoever, I feel like I might have spoken to her, and I was literally off my rocker because <laughs> I'd done a podcast with Hannah Jane Lewis 
who's uh, under the same management as Ella. And we were doing the podcast like me and you are now, but we were drinking. And it got to around about now. And uh, we'd had like two bottles of Prosecco. Whoa. And yeah, and uh, Hannah was like, I've got to go because it's um, Ella's single launch and my manager's going to be there and I really want to see it. And she's like, but you can come, I've got a plus one. So I was like, all right then. So I went, no dinner. And then I rocked That's up. That's the worst. Yeah, rocked up and like, Emanico was there, Leo was there. Yeah, my lot went. All of your friends, yeah. loads of people like obviously Sinead and, and I, I remember I was just absolutely awful. <laughs> I like lost my phone. In the morning I woke up and I had like 50 new followers on Instagram oh because someone had put me on their story <laughs> and like, in a kind of like slightly mocking way, like, look at this guy. <laughs> like, because I was, because she had like a bed set up, and I think I was just rolling around on the bed <laughs> and just being like a whore. And I don't, I think I'm probably banned from standard drunk talk from the curtain. Yeah, I think that's it now. So I mean, it's apologies, like apologies. What time on the bus? Wasn't there that video of you on the bus? Like a coach. Oh my god, that oh to <laughs> dancing to Drake. Oh yes. uh, everybody I mean yeah. Like I mean, that's standard. That was different. Song. That was at a hen party. So I, I feel like I can get away with that a little bit. Yeah. Not at like an industry launch thing where there are loads of potential people that I've worked with. Oh fuck it, they all they all get just as pissed. I and know. It's, it's only Ellis thing if it was like a Sony ATV party or... <laughs> well, I know, but you say that, but uh, I've, I literally felt so sheepish. But yes, yeah, Sinead's new EP, that's great. Yeah, the mixtape was really good. Who else has got new music? I know Ellie Ingram, mm-hmm. and like her Table for Two new single. I don't think I've heard that. That's really good and the video is amazing as well. Sweet. Um, who else has released new music or releasing? Oh, I'm just having some nuts. <laughs> mm. um, yes, yeah, so... This is, we're going to do Aux Cable. The Orcs final Aux Cable. Aux Cable. <laughs> I think for the next season I might start calling it Aux as in awkward. Because it's I always like. That. Yeah, why is it not that? Um, but yeah, so three songs that you think get a bad rep but you love them. It's the last one of the season. Make it a good one. So I think artists in general. Yeah. That I've always, it's always been a bit of a guilty pleasure of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, is N Dubs. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm going there. Love to Lisa. And it's, I kind of love Dappy. Um, I wouldn't, yeah. And I've seen the pictures. I'm I've like, seen the pictures. <laughs> I've seen the pictures. This is very. Damn. Damn. <laughs> very talented. I'm on circle floor. I'm opening the door. I'm in the frame of a board. I saw, who's this woman in my bed? My name's Shaniqua, and what? Okay, play that. Do you remember that? No, I don't. Oh, You'll God, have to you play really it. weren't an N-Dubs fan. No, I they? wasn't. It's man. I know, but I, I really liked Talisa. So the first, I literally didn't listen to them. I don't know why. This is kind of aux, <clears throat> aux cable, isn't it? Yeah, it is aux cable. But I really want to hear it. The fact there's someone called Shaniqua on the song. Okay, well, we'll only play half of it. Well, it's, you can play as much as you want. I, I don't can. think I want to listen to a whole <laughs> we, can, we can We can edit oh, it. It's, it's fine. 6.30 in the morning I've arrived early from tour Stepping to the house I'm walking up the stairs One step, two step, three step, four I'm on the second floor 
she straight up feisty She keeps me on my feet But I wanna pick things up by The mother hoeing up there Boy, you take me for the hell with you To hell with me? Yeah I didn't wanna see your face again Where the do you think you is going, going? But you say I'm from the slum, I will never stand for that thing Underneath the bridge with a fake looking Now remember, when we were financially unstable Channel 1 to 5, no sky or cable Had to do some dirty work in order to be able to take care of you And put some food on the table See, actions speak louder than words I can't blame her for wanting the worst She might be wishing that I'm dead, but I know she don't mean it Think when I find them Nikes, I couldn't believe it Remember, when we had the knocking out our door You took care of the thing, hit the from the drawer straight Done the right thing was to hand me up on the floor So you say me from getting so more, that's what so you wanna play like that But baby, I can hit back You don't wanna feel my ass, ass, ass I've done it before This kind of reminds me of uh, that song Heartbroken. Do you remember? Heartbroken without you. Okay, love. so it'd be Garage. It's not yeah. Garage, mm. though, is it? I can't remember. That was called Baseline. That, yeah, it's like, yeah, Baseline. Baseline. That way. Big in Sheffield, that was. I was. I'm partial to a bit of Baseline, you know? I am. There was that other song that was, Trying to forget about ordinary things. Typical, predictable. Baby, I knew the end before we started. What is that? Mm-mm. You got me feeling like I owe you something. Cause you were there and I had nothing. But you do it all the same. Oh, I forgot the words. The things you do. Baby, please forgive me. For what I'm about to say. What I'm about to do. I can't take no more. Jam, Banger. Reason. What was that called? It was. I remember it being called like Big Ang or something. <gasps> Do you remember? It was. Wasn't it on one of the Ministry of Sound compilations? Yeah, and back it, in like two thousand and five. And it was just mixed into two other songs. Yeah, and it's like only two minutes long. Fucking hell, is that's a throwback and a half. That must have been at a good twelve years ago. Yes. Typical, predictable. Oh, what a song. Sounds a bit like you. A little bit. Better on said, more on B. For this part. This has been sped up. I suppose. Yeah. It's got the same kind of Tim Tombra as your voice, I think. Tombra. Well, I've that with ages. Tombra. Give me 
such a good song. Let's get to the chorus. This was always a tune though, surely. Yeah. I just don't remember it being like played in London at all. Must have been more of a... Banger! Love that song. Um, what's your second song? My second song is... Oh God. <laughs> is Girly. Oh yeah. Feel okay. Oh yeah. Do you know Girly? I do know, I've met her once. She's a nice girl. Is she? Yeah. I've never met her. I've just heard bits of her stuff. It's like PC music area. Yeah, it? vaguely. But also really like with more of a line I guess yeah but then like the and quite like rappy as well right but it's kind of rappy in a PC Hannah Diamond sort yeah of way, right but her look and aesthetic and everything is very PC music as well like so girlies is yeah, yeah very yeah. sort of bright and yeah fluoro and kitsch I'm not very good at describing things no I'm not either and it, I, you're right though it's kind of a, a, a even the sound is like something I can't put my finger on yeah she did a mixtape and Oh, I can't remember, but I think it was a song about the Spice Girls or something that I really liked. But yeah, she's great. I think she's signed to PMR, isn't she? Yes, uh, she is signed to PMR. And this and this song just kind of was played to me because MMK and Ryan were talking about Girly, and I was like, who's Girly? Mm. And they just looked at me and went, girl, like girl. Yeah, <laughs> girl, you, you don't you don't need to. She's to girly. And I was supporting like, what? Alma. Think. Is she? Yeah. Which makes sense, I think. Massive sense. Because mm. the thing is, when I first heard this song, I laughed and I was like, right. is this for real? Yeah. And then I kind of went away and for some reason just kept on playing it. Mm. It's a bit like that Shamir tune. Oh, yeah. That, um... On the regular. On the regular, which when I first listened to it, I was kind of like, this is like, what? But then I started Those are always to... the best songs. Like I actually really liked Hey Cutie. <laughs> like after like after a few listens. Yeah. But you know. Yeah, so I mean this tune, Feel Okay, is one of those that kind of just got me hooked. Okay. I'm quite excited to hear this. Have you not heard this one? I might have. Mm. I don't wanna be a lover, but I kinda want you to stay. Tie up my locks, mine's the motive tonight And I only just clocked I got the kind of friends that you fuck with on the weekend Then it's Monday and it's banter all over again Cause we're shit scared to get bored Don't have oysters so we ride on our skateboards Fresh start, wake and bake, what you guys doing? Just getting high and forgetting what we've got to lose, innit? Up the stairs and the door, put the kettle on In the bed, on the roof, don't know what you're on Roll a zoo, bust a tune on the mini rig Pretend I know it cause I don't know what it is Get drunk, send your tits to the group chat It doesn't matter cause we all know we've tapped that In a minute we'll come up and we'll start to shout And we'll forget what we were talking about I don't wanna be a lover But I kinda want you to stay I just wanna be remembered as The girl who made you feel okay
enjoyed it. I enjoyed that. Mm. Kudos to Girly. Yeah, um, good for you, bitch. And I know she was um, part of that whole OK Girl thing, which uh, had uh, Liz in it, who I've worked a lot with. And they're all, what I think musically, they're all a little bit different, but they all have this similar aesthetic. It's, uh, yeah, it's really cool. I like it. I like people that sort of create a crew. I think it's a nice little... Yeah, me too. Like, do you remember Nadia O? No. Oh, my God. Like, I feel like she she came out in, like, 2007, I think, and she's qu- quite sort of robotic, and her music... Um, I'll just play you a song, then you'll just be like, yeah, okay, I get it. And this was um, way before PC Music. This is this was released, Becky. I love Nadia. It's the kids' eggs, and I can't tell when they're right. I know, but the, all the choruses are fucking amazing. They're so simple. that one, No Bueno, which was like, oh, that's loud. That's a really shit mix. Yeah. Pre-dated or like, Sorry by Justin Bieber and Lean On by um, Major Lazer. She did a song like this. Like... She's really hot. It's shit. No one knew if she was real or CGI because she just literally looks like she could be. No, in fact, we got a proceed. Yeah, I'll find. Um, there you go. See? Oh, yeah, yeah. You just yeah, can't yeah, tell. Yeah. That could be a like drawing. Yeah, you're totally right. And then finally. Okay, so this might be a bit of a. It's a bit of a change of direction. A curveball, is it? Yeah, this is taking me back to, I'd have said, circa 2006. Okay. Yes. So, do you remember Sunblock? Rings a bell. It was that kind of uh, era of Call On Me, Eric Pritz. Oh my god, like the funky house type thing. Yeah, that sort of... Like The Weekend by Michael Gray. Yeah, that, that era, song. exactly. I can't wait. Yeah, Love massive that. tune. Yeah. Um, Sunblock, yeah, it rings a bell. So, I don't know how to play the- Play the one that you don't think I'll know, because I like hearing new stuff. Okay, great. Baby, baby. What's this one called? Very similar. This one's called First Time. First Time, okay. Very me. I think it's all about- No. Okay. Okay. Love 
I loved yeah. all of that. And I Head did. candy almost. Ex right, yeah. Yeah. But not as cool. I loved um I just can't get enough. Yeah. But it's a feeling that I love. Love that one. Massive tune. So thus concludes this season of Bottle Pop. Thank you, Becky Hill. <laughs> For oh, being so sad. my my final. Thank you so much for having me. No, 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 no. It's an honour to have you. Um, it has been wonderful getting to know you over the last five years and seeing you grow as an Likewise. artist and, uh, and going work from together as well. all the time and yeah. and going from success to success and it's uh, extra special because you're from my neck of the woods and I like yeah. to see you do well. Um, so let's have the accent in this place. It really well. is. There's none of us. It's literally yeah. me, you, and Claire Maguire. Yeah. We've all been on this podcast. But why don't we all meet up and have some some kind of West Midlands support group? Um, <laughs> we could talk about Slade and Beverly oh, Knight. Slade at Beverly Knight. And Bev and Corner Shop, Goldie, Liam Payne. Liam Payne from Birmingham. He's from Wolverhampton. No fucking way. And I'm gonna do, um, I'm gonna have maybe six, seven, eight, I'm not sure how many weeks, but we're gonna have some time off from Bottle Pop. Enjoy yourself. I babe. will, I will. I'm gonna do a best of greatest hits in the next couple of weeks. Uh, and then we'll be back in season two. Oh, um, we should get a couple of us in. We I would love to. Me I think and Leo it, would be a you and Leo would literally <laughs> chat me out, of, <laughs> yeah, out, of my, out of my hard drive. I'd be like, guys, <laughs> I've run out of, of gigabyte. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much, Becky. Thank you for having me. And I also would love to thank James Kingsley Scott for helping me out throughout all of this. Uh, Julian Rupert, my boyfriend, for putting up with having 16 people in our house, normally in the evening, normally when he's <laughs> trying to sleep. Um, Emmy Bednall for designing the logo and the artwork and um, all of my guests um, they've been incredible and it, it's just been a, a great experience and um, we'll be back bigger and better in a few weeks time thank you very much bye bye, bye. Oh, oh.